Hey, you're listening to Orla's Happy Hormones podcast, talking all things female health and wellness. I'm Orla O'Flaherty, a certified naturopath and herbalist, and I'm here to talk about everything from periods, PCOS, endometriosis, health, sex, wellness, and life in general. Here's to happy hormones and a happy you. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast. And this week we're up to episode number 35. And I can't believe where this past year has gone. It doesn't feel that too long ago when the Christmas lights went up in Galway last year. And they were switched on last weekend. And now I'm like, where is my life going? (laughs) It is literally flashing by without me even realising. Time is going so fast. And it's also so cold at the moment. Is anybody else feeling this cold weather? It is in my bones. So I'm trying to get through the winter with as much positivity as I possibly can. And I'm doing my 66 days grateful challenge at the moment. And I'm doing my journaling and I'm listening to my chakra music and... I'm connecting with myself and doing my EFT and my tapping and just doing what is natural to us in winter. I'm gone into some slight hibernation and looking inward and looking at the shadow side. And while doing all that, I'm getting very much caught up in the... other elements to my life uh, which I love I love connecting with myself and with nature and looking at my shadow side yeah that's a lie I don't love I don't love looking at my shadow side but I know it's um it's actually quite enlightening to do at the end of the day the drawback with it is that we can become quite reclusive when we go into these stages but like that it is just the winter months it's the bear going into the cave in for hibernation and seeing what will be there when the light comes back in spring so last week and this week I've been finding it a little hard to pull myself out of the self self exploration should we say and I have (laughs) long enough to get some Instagram posts up and do this podcast and even after talking about all my lovely little hippie rituals and things that I'm doing for myself at the moment I'm going more into the health side of things for this week's podcast it's come to my attention recently that A lot of people don't know their bodies. And I know that's a a funny thing to say because how can someone not know their body? But it's easy. We, our lives are so busy that we forget to check in with ourselves and physically as well as emotionally or mentally or spiritually. We do forget to check in with our bodies and see what's going on. Sometimes something can be off, but you've become so used to it that it, you class it as your new normal whereas in fact it's not normal so this week I want to know do you know your own body 
do you know how your body looks, how your body feels, all your lumps, your bumps, your wrinkles, your stretch marks, your moles, your freckles? Do you know what your body looks like or have you been running through life with it going so fast without checking in with yourself? So like, to be honest, this episode isn't just for women, it's it's for men too, but I will be talking more about female problems. But really the take home message in this is to know your body, to check in with yourself. Is something normal for you? Or is it the new normal? Like my favorite saying is just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. But what is normal? So the definition is the usual, typical, or expected state of a condition. But we seem to forget that everybody is different. So when asking the questions around health concerns or emotional concerns, really you should be asking, is this normal for me? If the answer is no, then there's your first clue. If something has changed in you physically, mentally, or emotionally, or the way you deal with mental or emotional issues, if that's changed, if something has come up physically that you've never experienced before, then that's a red flag for you right there. Now is the time to get to get checked, to, to go to a family member, a friend, see, look, is this normal? Like I said, I know my favourite saying is just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. But even going to someone and saying, is this normal for me? Have I had this before? Has has my skin been this way before? Does my neck look different? Does my hair look different? Is this normal for me? And if you get confirmation from a family member or a friend, then, like I said, now is the time to get checked. Go to your doctor, see what it is that's bothering you. If it's that you're not able to cope with certain aspects in life emotionally the way you used to be able to, then go speak to someone, go to a counsellor. But go and ask the question to people who you know and people that you trust, does this look or seem normal for me? And for the last few weeks, I've been looking at clients and even myself and question, what is it that is normal? Like, in all fairness, ladies, do you know your own bodies? I've had a lot of queries from people looking for advice around certain areas and I found myself asking, have these things always been there or has there been a change in you? And the more queries and inquiries I'm getting, the more I have to engage and be like, right, this certain thing is coming up for you. Was it like this before? Has it changed? Same like, same with the likes of periods. Like women's periods have, for some women, they've been really heavy and extreme pain and da da da, da their entire lives. And then all of a sudden it's changed. And so that's not normal for them or vice versa. So it's looking at, right, is there something else wrong? Also, is there something else off somewhere else in the body? What's the mood like? What's the energy levels like? What's the anxiety levels like? All these different things, because the entire body is connected. So you need to be able to check in with what 
is normal for you. So with some people, when I've asked the question, is this normal for you? They actually haven't been able to answer that question. And like I said, we're living in such a fast paced world where there is nothing but to do lists for the coming weeks, not even days, weeks. People are getting up on autopilot. They're doing their morning routines of rushing around, getting the kids ready for school, running out the door and running out the door before a certain time so you don't get stuck in traffic. And then dropping the kids off, racing to get to the care park, running for their latte or cappuccino or Americano or green tea or whatever it is. Then making it to the desk one minute before clock in time and then getting straight to work for other people. Doing your daily tasks and duties for your job, which is for other people. You're not getting to sit and breathe and relax. And then... You're thinking of all the other things like the dinner that needs to be cooked later on when you get home, the homework that needs to be helped with, the groceries that need to be bought before you get home, the dentist or the doctor's appointment next week, the night out at the weekend and so on and so on and so on. Like really, I could go on for hours here talking about all the things that we have racing through our brains all day long and then not once sitting down and checking in with ourselves. I want you to be honest with yourself for a second. When's the last time you got out of the shower and looked in the mirror? Purely just to look at your body and check that everything looks okay. Not looking in the mirror with judgments of how fat you are or how skinny you are or the wrinkles or cellulite or this, that and the other. Not the judgments. Just actually really looking to see if everything is okay for you how does it look how does your body look next time you're getting out of the shower ask yourself that how does my body look is there anything different on it are there any new moles or freckles have any moles changed color shape texture what's your skin like is it drier or greasier than normal are there any rashes any acne any change in skin tone Ladies, when's the last time you checked your breasts? I know a lot of women who are on hormonal contraceptives, when they go to the doctor every six months, they'll get a a breast check. But do you do your own breast checks at home for lumps and changes in the nipples or puckering of the skin? Do you even know how to do your own breast checks? If not, here's your own self-check breast exam option that you can do yourself at home, which is taken from Cancer Care Research. And there's three options of doing it. And it's it's easy and it's quick. So there's one option, standing in front of the mirror. Second option, in the shower. And the third option, lying down. Now, when you do pick a method, stick with the same one and do it every month, three to five days after your period. The reason for this is because right before our period, we can get more lumps and bumps due to the fluctuations in estrogen and progesterone. So always three to five days after your period. So the first option, in the mirror, stand undressed from the waist up in front of your your bathroom mirror, your bedroom mirror, whatever, in a well-lit room and look at your breasts. If they aren't equal in size or shape, that's okay. Most women's aren't. No two boobs are the same. 
but with your arms relaxed by your sides, look for any changes in size or shape or position or any breast skin changes. Look for any puckering or dimpling or sores or discoloration or flakiness. Check your nipples and look for any sores or peeling or change in their, in their direction. So if the nipple itself has changed direction, if it's pointing in a different way. Then place your hands on your hips and press down firmly to tighten the chest muscles beneath your breasts. Turn from side to side so you can look at the outer part of your breasts. Then bend forward toward the mirror. Roll your shoulders and, el and elbows forward to tighten your chest muscles. Your breasts will fall forward. Look for any changes in their shape or in their contour. After this, clasp your hands behind your head. Press your hands forward. Again, turn from side to side to inspect your breasts, the outer portions. Remember to look at the border underneath them. You may need to lift your breasts with your hand to see it. Then check your nipples for discharge or fluid. Place your thumb and forefinger on the tissue surrounding the nipple and pull outward toward the end of the nipple. Look for any discharge and repeat it on the other one. Your next option is in the shower. So feel for changes in the breast again. When you're in the shower, it does help to have your hands slippery with soap and water. Check for any lumps or thickening in your underarm area. Place your left hand on your hip and reach with your right hand to feel in the left armpit and then repeat for the other side. Check both sides for lumps or thickenings above and below your collarbone. With soapy hands, raise one arm behind your head to spread out the breast tissue. Use the flat part of your fingers from the outer hand to press gently into the breast. Follow an up and down pattern, moving from bra line to collarbone. Continue the pattern until you have covered the entire breast. Repeat on the other side. And then your third option is lying down. So lie down and place a small pillow or folded towel under your right shoulder. Put your right hand behind your head. Place your left hand on the upper portion of your right breast with fingers together and flat. Body lotion may help to make it easier just so you can move the skin more gradually. So then imagine your breast is like the, the face on a clock. So start at 12 o'clock and move toward 1 o'clock in the small circular motions. Continue around the entire circle until you reach 12 o'clock again. Keep your fingers flat and in constant contact with your breast. When the circle is complete, move in one inch toward the nipple and complete another circle around the clock. Continue in this pattern until you've felt the entire breast. Make sure to feel the upper outer areas that extend into your armpit. Then place your fingers flat and directly on top of your nipple. Feel beneath the nipple for any changes. Gently press your nipple inward. It should move easily. Repeat these steps on the other side and don't forget to check the upper outer area of the breast nearest to the armpit. You always have to check up into the armpit because that's where your lymph nodes are. My personal preferred method is the third one. I find that one it's quick, it's easy, I'm thinking of a clock, I can see it in my head, I know what to do. What I will say to you though that is that if you do happen to find any lumps don't panic straight away, it could be something it could be loads of different things, like a cyst even. It doesn't mean that it's 100% cancer. But if you do have any changes, do go to your doctor. Uh, any changes, like the likes of an area that is different from any other area on either breast, um, a lump or a thickening in or near the breast or in under the arm, 
a change in size or shape or contour of the breast. A mass or a lump or a marble-like area under the skin. Or even a change in the feel of in the feel or appearance of the skin on the breast or nipple, be it dimpled, puckered, scaly or inflamed. And then if there's any sort of clear fluidy discharge or bloody discharge coming from the nipples. All these things do go and get them checked because there's a sign that there's something off for you right now. But the thing is with doing regular breast checks is first all first of all is getting to know what your breasts look like. Standing in a mirror, looking at them without judgment, just observing them. Look at them like a tree. When you walk through a forest, you're not looking at trees wishing that they were a certain way or they should be a different way. Or if a tree is falling but its roots keep growing down and then it's changed direction with its branches, you look at it and you're like, wow, that's really cool. It's doing what it can in the environment that it's in. Like, just observe. Don't try and change it. Same with your body and your breasts. Just observe them. Now, I know I'm talking about breast checks and everything, but men, all of these go for you too. With the high levels of xenoestrogens that are in our food, our water, our environment, breast cancer is actually on the rise in males too. So men, do your breast checks also. Feel for lumps and bumps. Keep an eye on on the skin if there's any puckering. Keep an eye on any discharge coming from the nipples. Keep an eye on nipple size and nipple changes. These are your key signs for men, especially around the nipple area. If you have enlarged swollen nipples or enlarged breast tissue, you do need to be mindful of these things also. But it's not just breasts that we all need to be looking at. Like, look at other parts of your body. Has anything changed anywhere else? How how does your throat look? Is it swollen? What are your lymph nodes like? Do you ever check your glands in your throat or in under your arms, in your groin or behind your knees? Feel for lumps and bumps. Some people have can be quite lumpy. I know my lymph nodes and my groin are usually somewhat, not swollen, but they're prominent. But that's normal for me. Keep checking these things on a regular basis. And women as well, like when's the last time you checked your vulva or your vagina? Men, when's the last time you checked your penis or your testicles? Now, in fairness, for men, they are more likely to notice changes changes in their penis or their testicles because they statistically practice self-pleasure more than women do. Now, something I would suggest is that if you have a male partner, have you noticed any changes in his penis or in his testicles or his prostate? Men, with your female partners, have you noticed any changes in the feeling of their breast tissue? Are there any lumps or bumps? Have you noticed moles or freckles? Have you noticed anything changing? Or women to women or men to men? Like if you're in a committed or a long-term relationship, should I say, it's actually quite useful for for using this as a tool for spotting changes because nine times out of ten it's someone else who's going to spot a change in you before you do yourself and again that goes back to because life and we're running around 
during our intimate times together, it can be quite useful and beneficial because who knows your body better than yourself? Your partner. Not that they know it better than you, but it could be on par. Women, ladies, do you know what your vulva or your vagina looks like? Have you ever looked it up? Do you know how it feels? Would you be able to notice if there was any changes in it? What's your mucus secretions like? Are there any lumps underneath the vulva? Does it have an odour? Because women, not all, but some, are less likely to masturbate than men, it's hard to know or keep track of changes. When it comes to men, a lot of men would mas- would masturbate on, on the daily, if not the daily, every second day. So they're used to feeling their penis and their testicles. They know if, if there's going to be a change there. Women, because masturbation seems to be somewhat of a taboo subject for a lot of women, it's women won't talk about any changes that are going on in their lady gardens. And it's not that they won't even talk about them, it's that they don't even know that it's happening. So that's why I'm talking about when you're being intimate with your partners is keeping note and keeping check of what your partner's bodies are like. And then you can bring awareness to your partner over anything and be like, oh, look, babe, something's a bit different here. It's Maybe it's something you need to go get checked. Those kind of things. You know, you're in a relationship, you're in a partnership work together for health as well now I will say everybody's health is their own responsibility you do have to take responsibility yourself for it but if you're too embarrassed to be especially for women if you're too embarrassed to be checking your vagina or your vulva you know a lot of the time your your partner is going to be there more than you are so just say to them to keep a watchful eye should we say and like, look, the one thing I will say about women, like I, I, women seem to have this stigma around their vaginas. They'll say so, so many women, they think they have strange or bad looking vaginas and it's insane, really. Now I used to be like that, but now I'm at the stage where I'm like, no, it's, it's mine and that's it. And it's like, really, there's around nine different types of vaginas and there's even more different types of penises out there. But they're all normal to that person. Knowing how your genitals look and feel is is what's important for looking for changes. But if you are very uncomfortable with it, just mention it to your partner to keep an eye on things down there. Not while you're in the moment, but well, yes. Yes, when you are in the moment, but not making it a doctor's consultation. Just tell them to kind of keep a, a sideline note for any sort of changes, be it in the breasts or the vagina or anything like that, even in the neck area and the skin, you know. In all parts of the body, like all parts of the body, changes can occur, but it's in our intimate areas, in the genitals, where specifically more women than men are a bit uncomfortable with this. And I know it can be uncomfortable for a lot of people, but really when you think about it, where is that coming from? Like, where is that uncomfortableness coming from? Is it something that is ingrained in you from childhood? Is it Catholic Irish guilt? Is it 
body shame it's it can be different for everyone but knowing that they are just body parts and look if you're having regular sex where a penis is entering a vagina or there's two penises working together two vaginas working together or whatever your sexual preference is then you should be also willing to look at these body parts without guilt or shame or embarrassment or being uncomfortable and call them by their names because they are just body parts it's just a vagina and it's just a penis and like I said like if you're in a long-term relationship do like make a pact to watch out for changes in each other and if you feel that you're too busy to keep an eye on things yourself or if you feel that you're you're too embarrassed to be actually looking at your intimate areas just get your partner to do it for you if you're single make the time to look at your body all parts of your body your skin your throat your breast your groin your vulva your vagina your penis and your testicles look at them really look at them observe them see what they're like and then you'll know watch out for all changes in all areas of your health and wellness like you don't want to notice something in pictures from a year ago and panic not that you're going to have pictures of your vagina or penis out there well i hope you're not nobody likes dick pics or vagina pictures don't go sending them to people but you know what i mean in any area of your body you know you don't want to spot something a year later keep an eye on your health and like I said, everybody's health, it's their own responsibility. So you do need to watch out for all these different things. I know we all live busy lives, but start making time to check your body. Start making time to get to know your body and to get comfortable with your body. Ladies, I'm talking to you on this one. Look at your JJ. Have a feel of it. Get to know what she's like. Check your breasts. Know how they feel. Know what lumps are normal for you what bumps are normal for you what skin is normal for you what the feel of them is normal for you look at your skin look all over and you never know while doing so you may just get a deeper connection and respect for yourself and with your own body because it is the most important relationship in your life is that relationship with you not just emotionally in your mental well-being, but also physically. Get to know your body. Show her some love and compassion. Or him some love and compassion if there's any men listening. But it's so important for overall health and wellness. So that's this week's episode of Orla's Happy Hormones podcast. There was a lot of vagina and penis talk. I am very much aware of this. And I should probably put a note for not safe for work if you're listening to it on loudspeaker or anything like that. But for now, I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. And happy hormones. <laughs>